0: From Phoenix to London, from L.A. to around the world. This is the ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man, your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader. Voice America Sports. We're gettin' do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. that,
1: that, that, that don't kill
2: me. Do it, can only make me stronger. That, I need you to hurry up man.
1: You know, I just like that song because it, it just talks about getting stronger every week. And every week, I think the NFL is just getting stronger and stronger. And my ties to the league just makes me want to keep watching and watching. I'm sorry, I just got off into something. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world.
3: Man, man, are you talking to yourself again? Man,
1: I'm talking to myself. But I am, I, feeling, I am feeling so good. Do you realize that the National Football League, those young men performed to such an extent? That they put more points on the board than ever in one week in the history of the National Football It's, it's
4: really
3: getting uh, getting to be more fun every Sunday.
1: And it, you know, I I feel good about it because the economy, and I, and I've said this before, the economy is so bad. But this gives you something to look forward to. I think the guys are going out there; they're playing their heart out. And there's some teams that are playing extremely well, and there's some that are playing very bad. And like I don't Detroit. Know, uh, Detroit. I mean, why? wait, wait a second. There's some people out there who do not want to spend time with their families on Thanksgiving. I don't know why they're not going to get together and it's not (laughs) going to be a beautiful time. But there's some people who don't want to. do, And they dread that. But what I dread is why after I get finished eating my turkey. Am I going to have to watch the Detroit Lions? Yeah. Why, why do we
3: have to watch the Detroit Lions? Why do they Why did? Why do they always put the Lions on on Thanksgiving Day? Why? Why is that? Well, what you is know it what? Listen, they there were,
1: suck. But there were years
3: ago. But they I were mean, years I, ago when, when Herman Moore. It, the I'll, NFL should be switching this around and putting other teams on for Thanksgiving Day.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you, there were there were times where they had great players like Herman Moore and they had Billy Sims yeah, and, and Barry ago. Sanders. I mean,
3: that was in the early nineties, right? I mean, yeah, you know, they I know. fan
1: man yeah i'm just telling you there were times i I, I look forward to seeing the detroit lions playing but this year oh man you know i i just don't do i I just do not i dread it and i hate they're doing it and there might be somebody out there who feels the same way i do if you do listen you can call us (laughs) 866-472-5788 that's a toll-free number and you can be a part of this conversation with players that fan man and i are going to have of course he is the number one fan man in the world. That, that's
3: right, I am. I watch every football game, every college football game.
1: Okay, I'm glad you said that. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't want to boast. I didn't want to brag. Oh, I have
3: to boast. Penn State is I, going to the Rose Bowl to I, uh, the Ohio State. Hey,
1: this guy this today is not <laughs> blue and white in the valley. Notice I didn't say it's a beautiful day, but it is a beautiful day here in the studios. The Ohio State University, Buckeyes,
2: just yeah, showed that wild.
1: school up north, you know, hey, there's only one real Good team in the Big Ten, and that's the Ohio State University. I know Penn State. No, no, no. Uh, Penn State is
3: due. Penn, Penn State is going to the Rolls Bowl. Where is the Ohio State football team going?
1: Well, they'll let us know soon. Where we, uh,
3: like, <laughs>
1: they'll, let us they'll know. Like, soon. You know? <laughs> it's about it's about time that Penn State did something, you know. But well, uh, yeah, it's
3: been a long time, you know. Uh, Coach Paterno is, is, is uh, on his final uh, final legs. So pun, no pun intended.
1: You know, he oh, didn't even yeah. run
3: out on the field, or he had a, hope, uh, a broken hip.
1: Well, you know, I think Joe's starting to like it up there in the booth. I, I've always told people this. If, if you want to go to a football game, for some reason, people, if you want to go to a game, they think you need to be on the 50-yard line and, and and they're mad if they're sitting up in what they call the nosebleed. Let me tell you, the nosebleed section, particularly of the end zone, is the best place in the world mm-hmm. to watch a football game. I've been but
3: there yeah, plenty of times in Veterans Stadium.
1: Oh, man, that's a great place to watch a game. But, fam, man, man, I got to hold on because I got a caller on the line, and I'm going to take this caller because uh, Brian is from New York. And, Brian, welcome to Railroad Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co host in the world. Hey,
4: man, how you doing, Brian? Hey, guys, how you doing? I actually talked to you guys at the beginning of the NFL season about Brett Favre. We were talking for a while about him joining the Jets.
1: Hey, that's right. Hey, Brian, and and I'm going to tell you what. I told you I was pretty excited about the old man. He's doing a pretty good job. How you guys feeling up that way now?
4: Oh, uh, it's feeling pretty good. I mean, we'll take what we can get. We weren't expecting the record to be this good, but we'll certainly take it. Hey, well, Brian, you know, remember before uh, New York Brett showed
3: up, uh, they were like a, I think five hundred to one to go into the playoffs, and then as soon as they acquired uh, Favre, they they went down to seventy five to one, and they are going to be in the playoffs.
4: It's looking like it, yeah. yeah I mean, obviously, good. they're playing very well, and it's not just Brett. I mean, just, well, he motivated the team. Absolutely. Um, a lot of acquisitions in the offseason before mm-hmm. Brett even, and the, the lines are better. Everybody Everybody's playing better football, and certainly he's the glue that's keeping them together. But uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun.
1: Hey, Brian, uh, let me uh, say this to you, man. One thing about it, it happens in all sports, particularly if it's a team sport, and there are very few sports that even though you only see one person out there, it's, it's still a team sport because there's other people involved in the preparation to get that athlete ready
4: Absolutely. for
1: whatever sport he plays in. But great athletes make athletes around them better ball players. So oh, that's yeah. what you guys have got. You've got a Hall of Fame quarterback that has now come in there, and just what he brings to the table, he brings such confidence, and, and they, too, are feeding off of that, and that's why you guys are a much better team this year.
4: Absolutely. I I can tell you the things that, uh, you know, the fans around here are talking about is what about next season? And typically, you know, you don't even want to go there because you just want to enjoy what's going on right now. and It is fun. But what's he going to do next season? Because this could turn the whole team upside down next year if he doesn't come back. What are we going to do then?
1: Hey, I, I, let me say this, Brian, because you got me into a conversation. I didn't want to go into Oh, yeah, it, absolutely. A...
4: Actually, I was calling to talk about the Thanksgiving Day because I'm a, I'm a <laughs> big history buff of sports. And the reason why the Lions are playing on Thanksgiving goes back to 1930, 1934. Really? The, it's the oldest. Uh, this is, uh, I think, the 68th year that this is going to happen when they actually
3: play on Thanksgiving. So, Brian, why is it that it's always Detroit? What is it with, I mean, the NFL has expanded. Because at expanded. the time,
4: um, I think the NFL is just being respectful to the history of this tradition because it dates back so long. It goes back to '34 when the owner of the Lions was G.A. Richards. Mm-hmm. He scheduled a holiday contest between the Lions and the Bears. And that was the first time in football history that there was a game on the holiday and it has since become an obvious tradition. I mean, most people, like, it's sort of like the Super Bowl. There are are casual fans. There are people that don't watch regular season games that all of a sudden will watch the Super Bowl, the same thing, There's those casual fans will watch on Thanksgiving.
1: Well, Brian, I, I agree situation. with you. I believe, I believe that casual fan will look forward to watching football on Thanksgiving, but I don't think they want to watch the Detroit Lions this year because of no. how bad they are. And, and I, I'm gonna and let me say this to you as well, and I thank you for your history lesson because I didn't know that I'm born and raised in Canton, Ohio, and I should know that. But let me say this. I truly believe there are so many athletes. It, it is so special. To play on a holiday. I mean, that's one reason why when I left Canton, Ohio, and I chose the, the university of which I wanted to attend, as well as get an education, I also wanted to play for a team that I thought had an opportunity to play in a bowl game, which normally and traditionally they were on holidays, where everybody who gathers around, it's the game, the game is on. And it's the only game in town. There's only so many games there. Right. And so that's so special. So I think what the NFL should do is they should take a look at that and and that maybe the tradition should now be okay we'll have a couple games on TV, not that it has to be the Detroit Lions. Because well, you know, I th- right,
3: right, right. They do have two games. They have the Detroit, yeah. and then they have Philly. And the, and I, the I, I,
1: I do, but I, what I'm saying is that it doesn't have the tradition is the Detroit Lions is always on on Thanksgiving Day, and they don't deserve to well, always you know be the I game. I can never
3: figure that out over all these years. I can never figure out why the Lions were always on Thanksgiving. He
1: just told you. I, it's I know a he tradition. just told me,
3: and I'm glad that he told me because I didn't know.
1: Yeah. because you, Brian. Yeah. They're, 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 right. They're, they're, they're terrible. But let me go back and answer that. Cause let's talk about a little bit about Brett. Yeah, And what are they going to do next year? Because, Fan Man, you and I have talked about this off the air because we're going to be faced with the same thing next year with Kurt Warner. And exactly. it's, we've got our quarterback supposedly of the future. And Fan Man and I think we agree on this. Matt is not the quarterback for the future of this no, football team. No, he's not. But we're faced with what do we do next year? You know, these are two guys who, depending upon how far they go into the playoffs, they may get together with their families and decide that they don't want to come yeah, but back See, Brett Farr
3: went through this uh, last year with the retirement, or was he kicked out or fired and went back and forth, and then finally signed with the Jets. And I thought I, would, I, I thought the Jets were going to sign him to a two- or three-year deal. Apparently, Brian may only sign him to a one-year deal.
4: Yeah, I think that's the only thing, not by choice. I maybe it's b- right. about money, and
3: maybe they said, you prove yourself and take the team into the playoffs and we'll pay you more next year.
4: You know, that's an interesting question. I don't know if it was... The one year was from the Jets side or from his side. Mm. Um, I think that it was from his side. He only wanted to commit for one year, and huh. I, that's what scares me: is that maybe he still has his eye on Minnesota. Well Let me ask you a question:
3: If, he, if he, let's say it's a one-year deal and he does retire, who's the backup in, in New York with the Jets?
4: Uh, it's Kellen Clemens. Is that Who it? Uh, is it? Clemens. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think it is, it was Clemens. I, I he's still Clemens. there. Yeah. yeah, but but, but family, let me ask you a question. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry, because it was oh. actually Brian who said this. Brian, you said you think he still got his eyes on Minnesota. Why why do you think he would want to go to Minnesota?
4: Well, that's what was the discussion before he signed with the Jets.
1: Everything. Oh yeah, I think uh, you know what I think. What that was all about. I, I do believe that at that time there was a bit of animosity uh, between Brett and, of course, his old organization. And I uh, think there he, still is. I don't. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I think, but I, think I think but I think at this point in time, I think Brett is kind of gotten over that and moved on. And now he's he's landed with the team, and I think he's developed an affinity for this team. And I think he's going to be loyal to to the New York fans, and and also. The PR, I don't think that he wants the PR again to, to, to find himself going throughout the league as a free agent. I think he probably wants to finish his career. I mean, what better place, based upon the year he's had so far, right. for him to retire than New York? I you mean, know what my feeling in? is
3: about, about him? I think he wants to take the Jets to the Super Bowl, yes. win it, and then it's over.
1: Yeah, that if he if he, if he if he could do that,
4: that's, that's I think that's what he wants. Believe me, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah I know you
1: guys will take it. <laughs> I think I think the the whole United States would take that. He would be <laughs> forgiven. He definitely would go out. It's probably one of the, if not the most popular athlete to ever finish his career. I've
3: always liked Brett. Fry. I I love watching the Jets play. It's yeah. So much fun.
1: Brett plays the game with a kind of energy and passion for the game. That it's it's, a, it's still a little boy's game to him. I mean, that's the way he plays it with so much emotion. And we got a guy down there in Philadelphia, and Donovan McNabb, who also, you know, people just don't like the smirk on his face. But Donovan enjoys playing the game, and when you see him having fun, you can tell that. But it's when he's not having fun. Uh, that people just, you know, other well, you know, people about that come game. out of the down.
3: I think down, uh, and, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong, Ray, or Brian, they were only down 10-7 when he benched them. And he did have a bad first half. And, uh, you know, it was only 10-7. Uh, McNabb has always come back uh, over the years. And, you know, he's taken them to four NFC champ- championships. He's gone to the Super Bowl. I mean, what more do they want? I mean, you know,
1: it's, only, it's only three points. Hey, Brian, I'm going I'm to I'm attempt to answer that, Brian. But if you hear music, we've got to go to a break. But you stay with us, okay, Brian? But, Fan man, I'm going to say this to you guys. For the first time in history that I ever remember, uh, for the first time in history, we'll be back after this message.
0: Fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's
4: ass and then move along. Oh, I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy.
0: <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up or forever hold your mouth. We ain't
4: playing around
0: here. Voice America Sports. I'm Ed Hanway, Chairman and CEO of Cigna Corporation. In America today, one in eight babies is born prematurely, and more newborns die from premature birth than any other cause. Solutions are within our grasp. Together with the March of Dimes, we can find the causes of premature birth. It's time for us to do more to help moms have healthy, full-term babies. Join the March of Dimes and moms across America. Sign the petition for preemies at marchofdimes.com slash petition. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports
1: hey all right we're back now you can listen to rail sports on the voice america network with the number one yeah, co-host yeah. in the world Fan man. i started to make a comment i started off by saying for the first time in history but it's not I don't think it's completely true because not all the teams uh, lived up to this com- comment I'm about to make. But with the exception of the Dallas Cowboys, every football game that was won this past weekend was won by the team that won the second half. Okay, Fan man, you're back. I was making a comment and I started off the comment to say for the first time in history, but it wasn't completely true because everybody didn't live up to that. The only team that did not live up to that this past weekend was the Dallas Cowboys was the only team that did not win the second half of the football game. And that's important because you said that the Philadelphia Eagles were just down 10-7. And, and what's important about that is 10-7 is uh, only difference of three points. Really? So if they would have stayed with Donovan McNabb and allowed him to play that second half, it could have been a possibility that he could have come back and the team could have won the game because they could have scored, you know, three more, well, six well, more know, right, points right, than the right, other you team, the or four half, more when, points.
3: What, what, when when Cobb came in, yes, it was twenty six nothing. Well, I mean, you know, Cobb they threw Cobb. No, into, it wasn't twenty six nothing because it was, because
1: it was ten. It was ten seven when he got. Yeah,
3: it was ten seven, but it was twenty six nothing. They scored in his absence. The score was twenty six nothing. That's how they
4: they they, did, they got twenty six points. Oh yeah, and well, not I, only I, that, I, and I, Cobb had apparently not. He had not taken any snaps with the the A team during practices all week leading up to that game. So, what what is Andy Reid smoking here?
1: Well, no, I want to know. Here's what happens, guys. (laughs) Most of most of the time, it, it happens like this: the backup quarterback he takes no snaps during the week with the offense. With the first team, he's not in there because they don't anticipate him being in, so he doesn't get to take any Yeah, we any understand
3: snaps. that, Ray, but the point is why would he do that? Why would he uh, – the, the, they needed to win that game, and he pulls out McNabb, benches McNabb in front of a large audience, and the Philly fans are going crazy. And I don't know what Andy Reid's doing. I mean, I sat there and went, what are you doing? It's only three points. I mean, I could see in the third quarter that they were getting stomped on, and he said, okay, you know, we've got to stop the hemorrhaging hemorrh- here. We, we have to put Cobb, and we'll put him in. But not, right. at, not at halftime at 10-7.
4: Well, Ray, the reason why I brought up that point is because what I heard on, uh, whether it was ESPN or another sports radio show, um, they were talking about Andy Reid and that he had said it was just kind of a snap decision. He felt he needed to make the decision during the game, and that's what he did. But then it, news came out that he had discussion with management. With management the week prior that he was considering doing that. Now, if you have those discussions a week before and you still don't give Cobb any snaps with your first team during practice, then what's going on there? And what are you trying to prove? I mean, they're, they're floundering as a, as a team this year. They're not living up to expectations. And I think Reed is shouldering most, or should be, shouldering most of that responsibility. Hey, and Brian, I, I totally agree
3: with you. In fact, the quarterback coach, who is uh, Pat Shermer, Yep. He told McNabb that he was being benched.
1: Well, Andy yeah, Reid and, didn't even tell him. Well, here's the thing about it, guys. I, I I'm going to side with you to a certain degree, and, it, and here's where my bigger. What problems. do you mean a
3: certain degree? It is the degree. Well,
1: here's what it, my problem is. What this. is your problem? Andy Reid is the man that's in charge of football. He's the manager. So I don't know why in the world you've got to go upstairs and talk to anybody about what you're going to do with the football team. Again, that makes me think that Andy's more concerned about his job than he is about winning football games. I, I mean, agree. If well, I are control... he's
3: going to keep his job if he does uh,
4: stupid you know, crap like that? Well, again, making, again, he's concerned. Wait, what, 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 Brian? By making McNabb the scapegoat. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Now, see, and that's, so what, that's actually, what my point he's is.
4: stabbing him in the back right on the field.
1: Well, fam, man, that, that he, 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 listen, when he did what happened, after last, the week before, where there was, of a, uh, a course, that concern about the fact that Andy nor Donovan knew how that game would end. Okay.
3: About the tie thing. So, hey, all of a sudden,
1: the, Andy decides, well, I'm going to cover my butt here, So, and it's pretty big. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to put the blame on Donovan. I'm going to tell the guys, hey, guys, the real problem here is Donovan. You know, we, I, I may have to make some changes. I want to make sure you guys are okay with that, you know, because I don't want to get fired because I pulled well, you know Donovan. What,
3: you know, here's, here's the thing, and let's just bring it straight out. This is a team sport, Ray, as you always say. It's a team sport. Even if Donovan McNabb did not know the rule, the coach should have known the rule. Okay, or somebody in the in the coaching staff. Somebody should have known that rule. Donovan McNabb is a, a very, very, very good quarterback, and they should have said to him, "Hey, man, you got one quarter to win this. Win it." Right. There's no over, there's
4: no more overtimes. I mean, come on. This is this is getting kind of stinky to me.
1: Okay. Well, Ray, let, let, Ray but, you
4: know that when you're out on the field, you want your players thinking about the playbook, not the rule book.
1: Oh yeah. And and fan man, we we've talked about this on last week's show. I I am a hundred percent behind. Okay. Many turns
3: around this Donovan. on the benches at 10-7. So there, Brian, I agree with you. There is something going on. He's well, what's to, going to on to is Andy.
1: Job. Andy's trying to cover his butt. But here's the fact of the matter. But it he is, can't listen. cover
3: his butt if he doesn't win
1: games. Yeah. But what he's trying to say is he's trying to say the blame is Donovan. So I couldn't win games if Donovan's not out there performing on the field like he's supposed now, to. See, but here,
3: here's another thing. The Eagles have run the ball 260 times this season, but their opponents, 316 times. They well, passed the ball 432 times, and their opponents have thrown 356 times.
1: But Donovan and Andy, have they've had, for some reason or another, in the past they've been successful with their passing game. Well, I know why, because they've Westbrook. and they had a wide receiver. And, and, had, and this is what I've said to Fanman off the air is when you look at a team like it's coming in there this weekend, well, in a couple days, I mean, they've got a number of weapons. We only have one. You can't – your quarterback, Donovan McNabb, has something of which you cannot get in the NFL. There's very few places where you can go out and you can acquire what Donovan McNabb has right now. And and I think the Eagles are failing to realize what Donovan has. And Donovan has – first of all, he has experience – and he's been a proven winner, and he's a veteran. Well, you you know, can't you know, go right, out and get that in people, a quarterback.
3: A lot of, a lot of uh, personnel people in the in the NFL believe that McNabb has had a you know very successful ten year career in spite of the parts around him, not because of them. In other words, he didn't have the right players around him to go to the Super Bowl. I, right?
1: I don't agree with that. That's not true. No, Donovan hit. Yeah. No, when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles. First of all, if you look at uh, John Runyon and Trey Thomas, I mean Donovan has always had two or three, super, uh, I mean uh, guys in uh, front of him that are Pro pro players, wide
3: receivers and running backs, that type of thing. Well,
1: no, but he said, "Well, hold on." First of all, he's got to start up front, okay? I mean, I remember a guy named Randy uh, Randall Cunningham being there; had no All Pro offensive lineman in front of him, and look what yeah, he Randall did. Randall Cunningham
3: ran over the field. That was great football. And
1: he also threw the ball. But but what Donovan has had, Donovan has had a good nucleus of players around him. But what's happening now is some of them are aging; they're getting Older, and some of them are missing as well t o is gone. I mean he's not there anymore. The offensive line those guys are aging a little bit. Westbrook he's beaten up a little bit. so now what you have to do you have to rely on donovan's experience and also the fact that he's been a proven winner. but you got to get those other people. you got to replace them. I'm not sure that replacing Donovan is going to be the answer because well,
4: let me ask you a question, Rick because you I mean you obviously follow the Eagles a little bit, so to me. Yes, you're right. Randall Cunningham managed to do what he did without the supporting cast that Donovan had. But they also called the plays and played to his strength. Now, if McNabb, if they're going to just call nothing but passing plays, then that's all you have to do when you key in on defense is just play pass defense. And if he's going to run an option but always pass out of the option... (coughs) Then you're not playing to his strengths. Now, that's either because Donovan's gotten older and he doesn't have the legs that he used to have, or the coaching staff isn't calling the right plays or playing to his strengths. Either way, you've got a problem in Philly.
1: Well, Brian, here's, here's what, and you, you, you made a couple of excellent points here. First, let me say this Donovan's strength is his ability. He can throw the ball, he still has a great arm, he can still throw that out pattern, you know, 15, 20 yards down the field on a rope. He still has the ability to He also is still very intelligent when it comes to the game of football. His football IQ is very high. But what you can't do, no, you cannot put him back there and send him in the pocket, nor can you expect him to roll out, and everybody's aware of the fact that he's going to be passing. So you got to shore up that running game, and you got to change some people up front, and then Westbrook needs some help. Westbrook is banged up this year. Brian, on the year that he got all this money, He's oh, yeah. banged up. So he's not the same Westbrook. So you've got to improve your running game and you've got to start with doing that up front and then you also got to get somebody behind him. But Donovan, as a quarterback, still is a very good quarterback. And I, all you got to do is look throughout the league and see what's out there. And tell me, how many other quarterbacks would you take instead of Donovan McNabb, provided you have the weapons that you know you need to have to win a football game?
3: Well, you know, it's, it's funny that uh, you're talking like that. And if McNabb does go on the market, I think the interest would be from Cincinnati, Detroit. I doubt if you go there. Houston, Kansas City, uh, the Jets. If Brett Favre decides uh, not, right. to, not to do it, he could go to the Jets. Right. We certainly have the offensive line now. Right. That, uh, you know, wouldn't that that'd be cool? You guys you got, it.
1: yeah, speaking of offensive line, you guys, I think, got four first round draft picks on your offensive line. And very
3: good guys. You know, Seems like you're pretty smart with the Jets organization.
1: Well,
4: well I, finally, they, they took them a while to come it around. took them a while to come around. It took them a while to come around, Brian. They sure did. Guys, I need to go and actually get some work done, but it's been fun.
1: Hey, uh, appreciate Brian, it, Brian. Join us anytime.
4: Take care. Okay, See you. great.
1: Later hey fam man, that that's good you know i like when guys call back and and remind us of what we said but we, hey we we were there when brett was uh either being tossed around some wanted him some didn't we all thought brett was going to do a pretty good job and you and i did and he, he's he's lived up to what we thought he would do well he's
3: a he's a great quarterback wherever he goes as long as he has that o-line in the i you know like brian uh, you know he called in and the jets uh, basically got really excited the fans got excited there was new uh new breath uh in the uh, with the jets organization and the jets fans and Uh, I'm very happy for them, and I I think Brett Favre has done a terrific job, and I think uh, Green Bay made a big mistake by letting him go. I think they should have kept him another year or two, and I think my feeling is Brett Favre wants to get that Super Bowl ring, and he wants to do it one more time, and it's not this year, it'll be next year, and I think that'll be it.
1: Yeah, That's well, my McNabb.
3: You know, I, you know, I'm a am a Homer. You know, Philly's playing the Cardinals on Thursday night. Um, I, I, you know, I hate the Cardinals. I, I put them down for 20 years. They've lost for 20 years. It's been since 1948. They won anything, playoff game or whatever. It's been a long time. And the Cardinals have rebounded due to a new coach and Kurt Warner. But you know, I hate to see the. Uh, you know, I, I'm rooting for the Eagles. I think the Eagles need to, to to show the Cardinals that they're not in the league where the Eagles are, or the you know, or the Giants.
1: Well, we're going to get a chance to talk about that. Uh, if somebody's joined us early today. You know, we got our good friend Eric Butts from Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports. He joined us about a minute too early. Some music going to come on here pretty soon, Eric, and we're going to have to go to break, man. But it's good to have you. Uh, how are things looking out there in Philadelphia fantasy world? <laughs>
2: Dismal in Philadelphia. Good in the fantasy world, but dismal in Philadelphia. Eric, it must be very hard to live there right now. It's all I can talk about, all I can think about, all I hear about is the Eagles and McNabb. We just won a World Series three weeks ago. And all I hear about is McNabb, Reed, right. and whole debacle. And, you
3: know, it's funny about the Phillies. You see, they bring a championship finally to the city for a long, long period of time. With 28 years. 28 years, with the. I mean, for anything, for hockey, for you know, the 76ers and so on and so forth. And all they're doing is is pinning on McNabb. And, and you, know, you know, when we're in an economic crunch that we're in, that the people go to football as a relief, and they want to see their team win. And then they have all this mess on the field with, with, with the Eagles. And, and, you know, all of us, even during preseason, said the Eagles are going to be in, the, in the contention for it, and I was one of the main ones that said it, and this, this team's going to go and do it. And hey, guys.
1: Hard. Hey, we got to take a break. You hear that music. i tell you what, on the other side of the break, I'm going to make you guys feel a whole lot better, because I'm going to bring a special person in here with us. We're going to have with us Jennifer Rodriguez. She's a former employee with the National Football League. Going to talk a lot about football, a lot about fantasy, too. you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. We'll man. be right back after this message. is loud wait other times many say their glass on their mind shorty blunted out and let me one one around
0: the fans now have a voice to speak their mind no hold part.
4: Oh, think that the coach made a mistake oh, I'm crazy
0: <laughs> NFL MLB NBA NHL speak up, speak up or forever hold your mouth
4: we ain't playing around here
0: voice america sports
5: Yeah, he'll get you right back to your head JackLalane.com presents Jack LaLane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Each week, Jack is joined by Elaine LaLane and his nephew, bodybuilder, kinesiologist, and personal trainer, Chris LaLane, to answer your questions and help you overcome your fitness roadblocks. That's three times the diet and fitness know-how. Three times the entertainment. Join in every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific to Jack LaLane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network.
0: Beauty. A ball, deep right field. That goes O'Neill. he's the... Got it. but 2.8 seconds. Left <laughs> I don't care where they put him. this one is out of here. From high school to the pros. We we cover everything. Cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice america sports. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rihanna. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: All righty, we're back. I can tell you that you're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world.
3: And man, are we on the
1: air? Hey, we're on the air, and I want you guys just to relax for a second here, because I got a special guest. I told you I was going to brighten up your day. It may be dismal in Philadelphia, thank you very much, it, Ray, for
2: brightening you up your day. But I am day. going to
1: brighten up your day. I have a special guest with me today. You got me,
2: Bill Cowher, as a coach.
1: Oh no, that's not going to uh, happen yet, man. But well, hold on, we. May, how are you doing,
2: buddy? Good. How
3: about you? I'm hanging in there. Hey, I you, can't wait till Thursday night.
1: Well, you guys have got to wait for Thursday because i got a guest, and this guest may be able to pull that off for you. You never know because she knows some people in some very high places. we got Jennifer Rodriguez with us. Jennifer, are you there?
6: I am here. Hello, hello. Hey,
1: what's happening? Hi, Jennifer uh, Fan Man. Hello, Fan hello. Man. Hello. Hey, Jennifer, we also have on us uh, Eric Butts from Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports, so I am going to make his fantasy come true. You're talking to a beautiful young lady here who knows all about football. Jennifer, let me, let me first introduce you and your credentials. I mean, this is a lady who worked with and worked for two of the most powerful men in business. I I mean, she she worked at the league office, worked for Roger Goodell, and also worked for Paul Tagliabue. Jennifer, how do you pull something like that off? How do you get a job like that, an internship like that?
6: Uh, Well, um, just a lot of persistence coming out of college. Um, Just, you know, worked hard, started as an intern for uh, the commissioner, Tagliabue, and uh, Roger pulled me in in the middle of my uh, internship program and asked where I wanted to go. I guess he saw my work, my, my work ethic and my skills and um, told him I wanted to work in PR and he matched me up with Joe Brown and, you know, went from there.
1: Let me ask you, when you, when you were working in, at the league office, did you realize that you were working, I mean, coming out of college, did you realize you were working in such a powerful institution and the men there were so powerful? Um, you know, to be honest with you, no, I, I
6: grew up, I had an arts background, entertainment. I was a dancer all through college, and um, had dreams of entering the entertainment industry, um, but uh, I, worked, you know studied marketing and, and didn't know if the entertainment thing was going to happen for me, so I wanted to get as far away from actors and dancers as I could, <laughs> and that led me into sports.
1: <laughs> well, we, we we got some actors and dancers on the football field on Sundays, but I'll yeah, tell you yeah, we
6: we ha- and then you know, at trying to get out of out of the actors and dancers, I get into sports, and that's exactly what I got. A bunch
3: Our of actors, like dancers, an actor and dancer.
6: characters, you name it, I got it. It's like
3: Ray; he's an actor and a dancer. Oh yeah. man, hey hey <laughs>
1: hey hey I, hey, I, I, hey, man, yeah, 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 I can on. dance now. You listen, I got some Omega Sci-Fi in, in me. I'll tell you about that <laughs> later. Do that hip hop dancing. Well, let me ask you something, Jennifer, from from an insider's perspective, uh, what is there? that goes on inside the league or what are some of the things that you guys are faced with that the average person would never think, you know, it happens and, it, and it, it ruffles the feathers of Taglibu or 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 Roger Goodell. Is there some things that you can give us in terms of insider perspective? Hey, this is what happens at the league. You guys never know about it. You never see it, but it happens. And, you know, the place just becomes havoc, but we, we handle our business.
6: Yeah. You know, um, a lot of crisis management, you know, we, we try to, just shield a lot of the stuff before it even gets out of hand with the press and stuff. But th- there's not really too much. The, the the big deal stuff usually gets out to the press and it's you know things with players, the drugs, the the just the,
3: the, dog all, the all the bad things. How about dog fighting?
1: <laughs> okay, Fan. <family>. Uh, <laughs> all right. I knew you would bring that well, one so up. a
3: question for Jennifer, Jennifer fan If if, yeah. if Michael Vick when they when they release him out of prison, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, do you think, and when this has been an ongoing uh, debate with me and Ray and a lot of the fans, that an NFL team would actually bring him back in? I mean, from your perspective, do you think that an NFL team would have the guts uh, or the gonads to bring somebody like that in?
1: And I wanted, you before know, you answer no, that, no, Jennifer, I'm, I'm, I'm wait, not wait.
3: finished yet,
6: right? On a PR. Uh, perspective.
3: What do well, you
1: think? from from a PR perspective,
6: or or a business. I mean, you know. It, well, I said PR, it, not business. I said PR. Okay. First. So, from a PR perspective, yes, I think there is a team that would have the the guts to bring him in. You know, but 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 the question is, is he can is he in the state of mind to play, and physically, will he be able to to, to carry out the job? You know, will he be able to play? Um, but yeah, I think if if they do. Give them a second chance. I think there is a team that will pick them up.
1: And see, Fan Man, I, you know, one thing that I wanted to say, because I, I, I didn't read all her credentials, but certainly Jennifer has worked in, in PR. Okay, Fan man, in PR <laughs> and community affairs. And listen, this this league is all about, you know, people, and people get a second chance.
6: Yeah, I mean, for, for all the second chances they're giving, I mean, look at Pac Man and, and, you know, yeah, Pac Man's like had five that. chances. Yeah, he's had like a million chances. So yeah, I think absolutely they beats they, up
3: people, beats up hotel rooms.
1: <laughs> beats up people, beats up
6: hotel
3: rooms. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so so somebody like Michael Vick, who has a tremendous amount of talent, and probably you know, I sure I'm sure he's looking forward to coming back maybe, out.
3: Maybe he should be in the dog pound.
1: Well, listen, we'll take him in Cleveland. It's better uh, than I'm what sure we get right now. Place. <laughs> you know, it's, it's much better <laughs> than what we have right now. But listen, I, I want to move on a little bit because I, I do want to yeah. talk. A little football. But Jennifer, why don't you do me a favor? Uh, Hold on for a second. I want you to be a part of this conversation we're going to have. But uh, Eric, I want you to start telling us a little bit about some fantasy football and uh, tell us what's happening out there in the world of fantasy football.
2: A lot going on in fantasy football. Going to be a big day on Thursday. I love a Thanksgiving day that gives us three football games. Uh, three games that I think are probably going to be high-scoring games. Uh, you got Arizona-Philly, I think is going to be a big-scoring game. And Dallas and Seattle, I also think, is going to be a big-scoring game. So, And now we're getting towards playoff times where t- – You know, teams that are are looking towards the end of the fantasy year are starting to look for those pickups, those people that might be available in their league that uh, could take them to fantasy heaven.
1: Now, Jennifer, you're you're from New York. Obviously, mm-hmm. up there, they got a couple of New York teams. Now, I didn't I didn't prep her for this show, so she's probably not going to have an answer, Erica, which you might accept. But let, let's say if you had a fantasy team and it wasn't uh, the New York Giants, is there an, or the Jets? Is there some other teams out there that you like besides those two teams? Um, the Cowboys. The oh, Cowboys. Ew. Yes,
2: breaking my heart is what
1: i Jennifer.
6: <laughs> Jennifer, <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, the Cowboys. I – See, it, I I love Jerry Jones, and okay. you know the org, the organization and just I. I would be the Cowboys. Now and you know they that's. Ladies, I mean, they have a great. They have a great team. They they struggled a little in the beginning, but I. They they have a good team. They have a good
1: team. But you know that's interesting because they they deem themselves as America's team, and here's here's a lady from New York City, and she likes the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I like the Cowboys. And she's living that's in L.A. Right?
2: it was hard enough to hear her as a Giants fan, but as a Cowboys. But no, see, fan.
6: but he said if I couldn't select giants or jets that's right i'm a huge giants and jets fan because i am from new york okay If i wasn't able to pick either of those two my next choice would be dallas okay
3: jennifer since you know football and you like football who do you think's going to be in the super bowl
6: Uh, um
3: based on uh, the way things are going right now what do you think
6: i don't know i i know what i'd like to see like what Giants and Jets, yes.
3: There you go. <laughs> Giants and Colts. There but you, you know
6: got, what? You hey,
1: that's not that's... a bad pick, guys. If you think about it, right now with race... I mean, it's
2: not a far fetched pick. It isn't. No, nah. it's not. It's oh, not right oh, now. Think... Hey, 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 Giants, yes. Jets, no. Oh no. Okay, Eric, what do you like over there at AFC? Then I say Colts. I say Eli the against Peyton in the Super no. Bowl. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, Eric, Colts sneak in as a wild card. Hey, guys, listen. We I think he's got one. something
1: there. He's got something there, because I'll tell you what. If there was a, a Hall of Fame call this weekend, it was Tony Dungy, who he and Peyton and Marvin pulled it off on 4th and 1. It was hard, hard to see
2: another team on 4th and 1 do what the Eagles need <laughs> to do <laughs> every single they can do. So. Hey, hey, Eric, Eric, I have to say this. You sound really down. You know what? I'm not really down. But it is it is hard being in Philadelphia right now. I had plenty you know, I'm going to the Thursday game, I'm gonna be in the lot from ten o'clock in the morning till you know, the game starts at eight fifteen. So there was just so much momentum moving into Cincinnati's week and then to have the tie in Cincinnati, the McNabb not knowing the overtime thing, and then Mm -hmm. going into last week, it's hard to be up when you're an Eagles fan, right? Hey
1: guys, hey, 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 Eric, let me say this. I, I got an email from the guy Keith who was with us last week and, and Keith is saying I, I guess that uh I guess Vi was uh was pretty much uh beating up on Donovan and of yeah, course we know and then we know you know uh I guess uh Matt Howard Eskins as well you know they too have been beating up on Andy but listen they're beating up on Andy because one he took Donovan out. He should have taken him out earlier. I guess somebody believes. And then not only that, he throws the young guy in there. Okay, well if you take Donovan out, who are you going to put in? You it know, it would have been
2: he... better off putting AJ Feely in than putting Kevin Cobb the, in. There you go. But, 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 but,
1: but AJ is not the future of that team. That, he's that's he's not, not what they're trying copy. to do. You know yeah, what?
3: Yeah, right, 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 right. Eric and Jennifer, we're right back to the same thing. Cobb didn't even play with the first squad during practice, and then he yeah. and then all of a sudden out of the blue he benches him at halftime and throws Cobb into
2: the game, and then the, the Ravens go twenty-six and zero and. In the third and fourth quarter. You put Cobb in against one of the toughest defenses in the league in their house when we're only down three points. You really set him up not to succeed. And, you know, that, that's my problem with Andy. Is, so,
3: so, so, Eric, what is Andy smoking over there? I have no
2: idea what he's smoking. But what, he's What's going on? I'm team. watching this on TV going, what the hell is going on? I need to smoke something. I put it this way. I got inside information from someone on the Eagles. I can't say who, but someone on the Eagles who said Andy has lost the team.
1: Hey mm-hmm. Jennifer, let me say this to you. Now these guys are talking about coaches and trying to get rid of coaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some coaches out there that have been been fired, and some coaches who have not. But there's only one guy who's been fired this year. Up at the league office, do you guys ever get any phone calls about w- what the owners are considering doing in terms of firing their coaches? Like Andy mm-hmm. talked to his owner. Do the owners talk to the league about PR mm-hmm. in terms no. of what happens? Not at all. No,
6: no, well, they they handle. I mean, they may call for some advice, but no, they, they typically handle that all on their own, you know, on a team by team basis and, and don't really call the NFL for any kind of advice. Hey, what should we do? Uh, as, As well, I've been there. I've never seen that happen.
1: Well, I will tell you what. Somebody needs to call the office about the Detroit Lions cuz you guys should never yeah. let them play on <laughs> I already on Thanksgiving did. I did Day. that last, yesterday. You did that okay, yeah, Fame. Okay, yeah. what about the Kansas City Chiefs? I called Chiefs? Henry
3: Ford up myself and said, "Will you please put a winner on the field?"
1: When are they going to get rid, Buddy rid of Get Ryan back. When is Carl and Herman going to get out of Kansas City too? Because that's a great franchise, you know, and they're just destroying that franchise.
3: Yeah. Hey, hey, Jennifer, can I ask you a personal question? Yes. Sir. Why would you leave the NFL?
6: Um, I left the NFL, I was given a six-month leave of absence to do a show, um, host a TV show, and I just decided not to go back.
1: Hey, I can see that right now. Can't you see that right now? Jennifer Rodriguez on the Voice of America Network. Hey, I can, I, it's, it's written, it's right there. I mean, after all, we are in the segment of our, of our fantasy show, so why not take it a little bit further? Hey, listen, hold on, Jennifer, don't go anywhere. Eric, you too. Fan Man, you as well. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co host in the world. Fan hey, Man. We got a fantasy. Jennifer's with us. We'll be right back
0: money coming slow but. Your internet flagship station for sports Voice America sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No. Hold. Fart. They need a ass and then move on. I just, I
4: just think that the coach made a mistake. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up or forever hold your mouth. We
1: ain't playing around here.
0: Voice America Sports.
1: Yeah, we got a little old school there. you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. And uh, we're back. Uh, of course, we have Jennifer Rodriguez with us. Jennifer, who was formerly an employee uh, with the National Football League, of course, at headquarters in New York. Is currently Jennifer, you're currently doing you want to tell us a little bit about what you're currently doing?
6: Sure, I'll talk about what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, Well, I went from sports, and I actually own my own beauty pageant here in California. I am the owner of the Miss California Latina pageant.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Fan Man, you cannot join that.
3: Well, I'm in California, so I will be going to Huntington Beach. Well, I'll tell you what. Well,
6: that's where we had the the pageant in this past July.
3: Yeah, I was down there in July on on my Harley. Mm-hmm. I was just driving yeah. around with my girlfriend, just cruising down the the, B, the, the
1: PCH. He's probably that guy with the eagles. That, he's, got the e- said, he's got the yeah, jersey on, or something hi. like that. Next
6: he, time, that, well, we're doing it again in June, so. Um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll stay in touch.
3: Let me know, and I'll stop on by. Absolutely, we'll do the show directly from there.
6: That would be great. That'd be cool. <laughs> Actually, I might have. Um, <laughs> That's I, right. I, I might have uh, one of the, the the NFL players host the show, but I won't say who.
1: All righty, there I you go. We're going to keep that her. under you know under our hats for a while. But yeah, yeah, we're going yeah. to work on keep that. It under
6: wraps.
3: Yeah, Hey, yeah. hey, I want to – It's our secret, right?
1: Okay, fan man. Let me move on, if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to move on because there were some great games, and I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, the Brett factor kind of kicked in last night, even though they don't want to admit it. But it's the Brett factor because Brett is no longer. The quarterback for the Green Bay Packers and they were destroyed last night by the New Orleans Saints. And uh, you know, Eric, did you get a chance to see any of that game at all?
2: I sure did. And, and I uh, gotta say I don't think Brett could have done anything to to change that last night. Well, I don't I, think that they would have won with Brett.
1: Oh I, you know, I you know, you know what? And in, in my heart, I think come on, as close as they came last year to going into well, they went to the NFC championship game, didn't win it, I really think that team could have came back this year and went and went ahead and, yeah, and, and the, won
2: Good. Until the last couple of weeks, if you look at their past, their QB passer ratings, they've really had pretty similar years. Don't get me wrong; I think the Packers are a better team with Brett Favre. Yes, but I don't think that. Uh, I still think that the Jets have a better chance of going far with Favre this year than the Packers would have had. Uh, you know, they, they wouldn't had much better chances than they do with Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't been a bad quarterback. He did look bad last night, but he hasn't been a bad quarterback
1: at all. Yeah, he did last night. was, well, was better court, than Hollywood
2: Matt. Was four, his... or two less touchdowns, four less interceptions than Favre does this year.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, uh, Favre's winning, and, and he's uh, he's doing okay. Well, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about that Giants and Cardinals game. Now, I want to talk about that only because of the fact that that's what's going to happen this week. The Cardinals are going to travel to a couple of days, as we said, into Philadelphia. And, and I can just tell you, when I watched that game, Even though they didn't win, and this is not horseshoes, so almost doesn't count, but the Arizona Cardinals have a football team to be reckoned with, and I'm not sure... If if the Eagles are going to be able to handle those Cardinals coming in this week, what do you think about that, Eric?
2: I think that they will. I mean, if you look at the way we handled the Giants, we didn't beat them, but we you know we came just as close not being horseshoes as be- to beating the Giants as the Cardinals did. And I think we can shut down their running game. Hightower, I don't think does anything against the Eagles. It's a matter of what. You know, what Kurt Warner comes out to, to play on.
3: Hey, hey, Eric, I, I think that the, the, the uh, Eagles need to make a statement this, this uh, mm-hmm. Thursday night. I agree. They got to make a statement. And
2: the Cardinals, I mean, they, they, they're losers for 40, 40 years. I got to tell you, though, fan man, I don't know offensively what statement they can make with the way their offense has been playing. And I mean, all the way around. Mm-hmm. Their, their offensive line has been beat up. Uh, you know, Westbrook is at 50%. Buckhalter doesn't look like he's going to be playing at all. They got rid of Ryan Moats, They cut Tony Hunt. Uh, Klecko is our only fullback. L.J. Smith hasn't shown up all year. And Reggie Brown and Kevin Curtis are nice, okay second and third receivers. But they're not the kind of people that are, you know, on the other side of the ball with Bolden, breast and Fitzgerald. And that's so the it, reason
1: why I said earlier in the show, before you joined us, Eric, is, is why I, I don't think Donovan's the, the big problem. It's not I just Donovan. Either. You know, I, I, you Donovan still has a skill set that you look for in a mature quarterback and a lot of guys don't win the Super Bowl when they're young. Some
2: guys you know, win the Super Bowl and they're yeah, just I mean, they didn't look chase at, Elway out of town when he didn't win the Super <laughs> that's Bowl. Exactly they brought in a new coach and then, you know, with Shanahan he went back and won a Super Bowl. So so to me I am I am one of the few people in in Philly who's saying we just need to change you know Reed and his direction Donovan why would we chase out a guy who's 32 years old today uh, you know took us to the NFC championship four times the Super Bowl once he's not a bad quarterback he just hasn't had the right support and the right direction Eric that's that's what I said F- four NFC championships one
3: Super Bowl and we're and the fans in Philly are complaining but listen I man, mean, it, it, you know what,
2: I, 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 Donovan has, it's not Donovan's problem, it's it's the coaching problem. We chased out Charles Barkley, we chased out Allen Iverson, that's right. we chased out Eric Lindros. We Moses, Malone, Moses Malone,
1: Moses Malone. We, M- we have a
2: history of <laughs> Dawkins, getting the right people. Dawkins. Yep. Oh. And then we, we give up on them. That's hey, Earth, yeah, Earth, you
1: know, Earth the fan man, that's what that is.
3: Well, you know what, they chased out Ray too.
1: Well hey, I was happy to go to Cleveland, you're right, <laughs> that's what happens when when, when you leave... When you leave Philadelphia, you do tend to find yourself in a situation that's a lot better. And I know Buddy was watching me play ball, so I was happy about that. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Buddy was sitting at home watching you play ball.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, let me me move to the next game. We talked a little bit about what's going to happen on Thanksgiving Day. But you know what I'm going to say, guys? I am going to say this. Even though I don't want to see Detroit, I think Detroit's going to win. I'm just going to throw that out there. because Because there's so much against the world is against Detroit. And I'm just going to, I'm going to see if I, if Jennifer, Is you still on the line, Jennifer? Or is she, was that Jennifer's phone? I
4: think
2: Jennifer got cut off. I heard you p- p- Jennifer. Okay, we like.
1: well, I'll tell you what. We're right now at the point where we're talking about fantasy football. This is my fantasy. My fantasy is for Detroit to show the world that you're wrong. We do belong on Thanksgiving Day. It's our tradition, it's the other people that have invaded in on our tradition. And I, I don't think Detroit. Know about that, right? <laughs> I'm, am I stretching Wait, it too right, far? What are you
2: smoking?
1: Am I stretching? Come on, Eric, help me out. Am I stretching
2: it too far, Eric? I think you are stretching it too far. Only for this reason: if Cole would have came to Detroit and started to show some life, I would think they have a chance. But I think Drew Stanton is going to end up being the starting quarterback. Oh, you Thursday. think they're going to make that change? You think they're going to make that change? I think Drew Stanton is going to end up being the starting quarterback. Colpepper got pulled last game, and Stanton yeah. finished the game.
1: That's right. So, but you but you don't think he's going to do the Andy Reid and go back to Colpepper?
2: I don't think so. I, I guess it wouldn't shock me, but either way, I don't think Colpepper has proven to be the Colpepper that he was yeah. uh, back in the middle he's, he's game. He's
1: a little beat up. So let, let's talk a little bit about Dallas and Seattle now. Seattle's got to go into Dallas. Yep. Dallas got this. I mean, T.O. is happy. And one thing about T.O., you know you you got to give him credit. When it happens the way he has said to us it could happen. If you would try to get the ball to him. I mean they win and they win big. But That's
2: my possible upset this week. I think Seattle can upset Dallas and Dallas I think Hasselback uh being back and if you know if he can stay healthy throughout the game, I think they have a chance I call for Bobby Ingram having a big game and Seattle upsetting uh Upsetting down. That'd, that'd, fabu- that'd be fabulous if that happened. Hey,
3: well, uh, by the way, on that Detroit game, they're playing Tennessee. Yes, not Please. Chicago.
1: No, nobody you said Chicago. You said, you said
3: Chicago. It's Tennessee. Now, no, you're, you're going to tell me Detroit Chicago. has a chance of winning that game? Yeah,
1: no. the, 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 I huh? think. I think Detroit.
2: I think. Yeah, I think Detroit can win. Oh, you know what? God. If... if if Tennessee was still undefeated and if they weren't salty after that loss against the Jets, I would think they have a better chance. But that's a very good Tennessee team that's got a secondary that can shut down Calvin Johnson. And I really don't think, you know, without Calvin Johnson pretty much doing it by himself, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith is a nice player but not the kind of guy that's going to take a team.
1: Okay, let's that. call any given Sunday, guys. That's why it can happen. Let's move Ready? on. There's a couple other games. But, now, okay, let's look, at, let's look at the best game this week. The Giants and the Redskins.
2: Love it. I think the Giants beat them, but that's a a game I think also has the potential for an upset. If Campbell has a perfect game, like he has the ability to play, they can, now that Portis is healthy, they can control the ball, they can beat the Giants.
1: Okay, okay, fan man, let's go on to Pittsburgh and New England. Um,
2: And and that's that's in New England. I would say Pittsburgh.
1: In New England, you yep. think? Uh, I don't know. I think I think Castle's Castle. doing a good job with that team, man. Castle I
2: think, was my sit him this week and on the Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports Show. Castle, after two 400 yard games, I'm calling to sit Matt Castle. I think Pittsburgh defense uh, tears him apart. That's
3: week. what I think too. That's why I picked Pittsburgh.
2: Well, Chicago is
1: at Minnesota, and I, I think uh, I think Minnesota all day. Adrian Peterson is my man, so I'm actually going to pick them. And then Atlanta and San Diego. Man, I tell you what, I like Atlanta, you know, and I don't like San Diego. Listen, it's that time. I'm sorry, man. I'm glad everybody joined us. I'm sorry it's so short. It's come to that time right, where I've got to right, go, right. don't want to go. But you listen to Rail of Sports on, of course, the Voice of America Network with the number one co in the world. Amen. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. can't take
2: me for smile. I count days I'm gone.
1: Forget reach myself all Because I promise I'll be gone for a while. When you see me again, I hope that
6: you have